good time for some hooping and some hollering right here on Sports Talk. Welcoming Coach John Combs, the AD at Spring Valley High in Columbia, former high school basketball coach himself, former member of a USC basketball coaching staff as well. So he knows the game inside and out. Coach, good to have you with us once again. How are you? Man, I am outstanding. It is a great time for uh, basketball here in the state of South Carolina. When a college team like South Carolina or Clemson or Furman or College of Charleston, any of them, when they go and, and knock off one of the big boys like the Gamecocks did last night, like maybe Clemson will do when they go to Durham, what does that do for the overall health of basketball in the state of South Carolina? Well, you know, I'll take it a step further, Phil. I mean, they did it with South Carolina guys leading the way last night. You know, Talon Cooper, I mean, scoring 20 points, the former Dorman out, uh, standout, and you had Jacoby Wright, uh, who had 14 points, four, six from three. It just, uh, it, you know, you saw it all over social media last night. People saying great things about the Gamecocks, the fans, the energy. You know, it it, it does a lot. I mean, I remember – Back when I was a student manager under Coach Eddie Fogler in 97, when we played Kentucky on Tuesday night, ESPN, Dick Vitale was there before the game, and you know people just didn't think you were going to win, even though we were, we were playing well at the time. It just does a lot to energize the fan base, the players, and just the overall standing of, of basketball in South Carolina. So you were there. You've been a part of that. So you know, and you've been a coach as well. In a situation where you're like mm-hmm. a South Carolina or you're like a Clemson going to Duke, what do you have to do as that big underdog to knock off one of these blue bloods and uh, make your own name for yourself? And in the case of South Carolina, obviously this was no accident. They dominated this game for the most part. They won going away. So it wasn't like there was a freak shot or a tip in that won it for him. I mean, they went out and manhandled, physically manhandled Kentucky. Well, the first thing is, Phil, I promise you those players and coaches did not feel like underdogs going into that game. They played a, a good schedule, played real well up to that point. They believed in their abilities. You know, it, you didn't see anybody. I mean, it's not, you know, Todd Cooper at 20 points played a really good game, but it wasn't like an out-of-his-mind game. Same thing with Michi Johnson. Same thing with B.J. Mack. Colin Murray Bowles helped out. Zachary Davis, Jacoby Wright. They just played really well. Mm-hmm. And they, they're not – it wasn't so different from what they did from uh, previous years. Coach Paris and his staff got them believing uh, through what they did earlier in the season. All they had to do was, you know, just play well. Play, and, of course, I like Coach Paris and them. But they've got a defensive identity about them. You know, they know they'll show up, play well defensively, and – you know, Kentucky struggled last night. And then, of course, for South Carolina, when you're making shots, that certainly helps. But first thing starts with belief. And, you know, they had every reason to believe they were going to go in there and win that game. And they did, and the place was rocking, and uh, fans were into it. But here's the important thing while we're on this on this topic. Uh, they can't afford to take their eye off the target now and uh, relax. now. And I'm talking about not just those players and coaches. I'm sure they won't, but – the university and the fan base, they put so much into this Kentucky game. They did so many things extra over the top to hype this game, etc. Well, this Missouri game is every bit as important as this Kentucky game. You lose this Missouri game at home, and you've wiped away all the good stuff that you gained by beating Kentucky. 
There's no doubt about it. I mean, I know this is coach speak, but your most important game of the season is the next one you play. Mm -hmm. And the fact that South Carolina won and beat Kentucky, you're right. It makes this next game now against Missouri that much more important. I mean, you've already beat them earlier in the year. Now you've got to, you've got to beat them again. Your RPI is uh, net rankings climbing. You know, you got to stack wins. Um, I've always as a coach and uh, coach Fogler was talking about it. Let's go one and oh now. That's what you got to do. You just got to focus on that next one. And because they won a big game, this game now against Missouri is just that much more important. The good side is that since you beat a team like Kentucky, who's high up in the net, you've got some clout with it. You've got a, you've got a little more wiggle room now. Now you don't want to look at it like that, Mm -hmm. but the fact that you've got a good solid win under your belt, you don't feel like you, you've got no room for error, but, the coaching staff is going to play it like you don't have any room for it. We've got to go out there and play great and win on Saturday. Yeah, and the fans need to fill the place, and they need to be intense and as supportive as they were the other night. Let's talk about high schools. we got the uh, new rankings that came out yesterday. And, boy, last night, Lexington, Cam Scott, he put on a show. How good is that kid? Cam Scott is – he 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 is good as advertised right now. I mean, he is playing extremely well. I think they're on a they are on a mission. I'm sure they felt like last year they were going to win a state championship. They didn't even get to didn't get there. So right now they are playing well together. Cam Scott is you know. I think some people in the past, in the distant past, it might have been critical. Some nights Cam wasn't great. Cam, Cam Scott has been fantastic this year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, last night he was outstanding. I mean, that dunk he had was fantastic and scored in as many points as he did. And he's been doing this now since he was, a, I want to say, an eighth grader. I mean, he was all state as an eighth grader at a 5A school. That's incredible. Let me ask you, I'm going to test your knowledge now around the state, but I'm not going to ask you to, to pinpoint any particular Uh-oh. things. But in, in scanning the rankings, I'm down here in 1A girls – and I see Military Magnet, number one in 1A girls. You know much about them? What has Military Magnet got going on in girls basketball that's made them one number one in 1A this week? Well, you know, they've won multiple state championships. They've got a culture. Their, their coach's name escapes me right now. He does a phenomenal job with them. You know, anytime we do summer events, he's always bringing his girls to those different types of things and – you know, you, you could just tell just certain people, they continuously got a culture of developing basketball players and developing a program, and he's done a really good job there. So that is no fluke uh, whatsoever that, that he, he does that. I mean, he's got good players. I don't think he's got a, a player that's like a high Division One caliber player, mm-hmm. but he's got a bunch of really good players, and he develops a program. This isn't just a one-off. He's done this for many years in a row now. Looking at two-way boys – you got Gray Collegiate 1 and Oceanside Collegiate 2. Are we looking at uh, one of these matches again for a championship involving uh, the two charter schools there in 2A? You think, can they can they get through everybody to get to one another in the state championship? Well, I certainly wouldn't bet against either one of those. But I, I watch Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson, Coach Danny Wright and Andrew Jackson does a great job with his team mm-hmm. and you know, they've been they've been battling, you know, once you get to the playoffs, it's just a one-game scenario. But, you know, Oceanside and Great Collegiate certainly have to be the favorite two-way boys for sure. Yeah. Of course, next year, uh, Gray is going to be in uh, 4A, and Oceanside is going to be in 3A. So, stepping up in class there a little bit. 
Uh, anything else around the rankings this week, the top ten for boys and girls, different classes, anything else there surprise you? Anybody uh, jump up uh, in the rankings that was not there previously or, or moved down? Anything catch your eye? Well, I mean, this might be a little self-serving, but you can give Westwood High School credit. The boys last week mm-hmm. got a big win over Ridgeview, who was nationally ranked at the time. Now Westwood is number one in 4A, and Ridgeview's at number two. Uh, both in the same region. Mm. I mean, that that's that was real big for a, for a Ridgeview team that was earned a right to be, at the time, I think, seventh in the nation. Uh, Westwood went in and won at Ridgeview, so give them a lot of credit with that. And there's just, um, you know, it, we're halfway point now through region play for most regions. So Friday night for a lot of people starts the second turn going through the regions. And, you know, this is, um, you know, there's a lot of shuffling, a lot of playoff seedings to be earned here in the next couple of weeks. When are we ready to kick off the, I shouldn't use a football term there, when are we ready to tip <laughs> off the uh, the tournaments? Uh, is that what like what, first, second week of February? February 13th on a Tuesday night is the first round for a lot of people. The first round is February 13th, and those lucky people who get it on Valentine's Day, some mm. of that's the first round, too, on February 14th. But it, So it's just right, right around the corner. How do you and how do the coaches feel about what the uh, high school league is doing this year with um, everything going to be at the, the Florence Center, right? We're going to have all the state championships at the, at the Florence Center, correct? Yeah, the Florence Civic Center. I mean, we we start that. I want to say it's February twenty third is when the semifinals start. You know, it, it, now I'm going to speak about myself. I am personally, I think the, the state championships should, should be at the Colonial Life Arena. I mean, that's I grew up when it was at the Carolina Coliseum. There were some great matchups at the Colonial Life Arena. Well, we don't have that right now. We've got the Florence Civic Center. Florence Civic Center. Now we're going to have the semifinals and finals. It's it's going to be you know very interesting. You know, the, the people that are against it, they're only going to probably be against it because they may not be playing in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Once if you get there and you're able to play in it, you're going to be happy to, to be there. But we're going to see how it is. I'll give uh, Commissioner Singleton at the high school league credit for wanting to try something different. He wants to make this a destination. He wants to make it, you know, something that's uh, really exciting for bas- high school basketball. Uh, so we're going, we're going to give it a whirl this year and, and see how it goes. You wonder about, I mean, folks traveling from the upstate down to Florence for for basketball. I mean, football is one thing because you know football is an all day sort of thing. Basketball maybe not, but uh, they concerned at all that uh, folks in the Upstate won't want to drive you know down to the PD for semifinals and then come back for finals. Well, no, I mean that's a legitimate concern, and I think that's something you know. I've one of my concerns would be what if Dorman and Malden play for the five A Upper State Championship or mm-hmm. some somebody like that. Yeah, that means they're going to drive to all the way to Florence for that. I, I mean, I, once again, it's done. We can't change it now. Yep. So we're gonna we're gonna try to embrace it as much as we can. Um, I'm sure a lot of schools out there would love to have that problem of having to drive all the way from you know, the far corners of the state to play in Florence. But, no, those are those are certainly fair criticisms. And, you know, the, the high school league's giving it a try, and we're going to see we're gonna see how it works this year. All right, last thing, what's your uh, go-to game Friday night? If you had to go pick a game somewhere, where are you going? Man, there, there's a lot of there, – there, there's a lot of really good games going on. I, you know, I, you're, you're, you're putting on the spot with some, with some good ones there. Now, I think uh, – 
AC Flora and and, and and I believe it's AC Flora and, and Westwood are going to play a really good game mm-hmm. Friday night. Um, you got you know Southside's at Wren High School. That's a, that's a really good game. You know Boiling Springs is at Dorman High School. I mean to try to spread around throughout the state. That's a good one. I'll tell you one that's really a team that's playing well right now. A lot of people don't know about St. James out at the beach. They're 17 and one on the season. Conway's going there. Uh, you know, Greenville four is, is going to Greenville, who's 15 and three on the year. I mean, that's always a, a, that should be a really good game. There's a lot of really good games this Friday night. And I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what we got. You are correct. And it only builds here. The tension and the pressure builds as we head towards the postseason teams right now, trying to clinch championships, clinch those playoff spots. We'll be there every step along the way with you. And, of course, we thank you, and we'll talk to you next Wednesday. Have a great weekend. Hey, thank you. Y'all, too. Y'all take care. Great having you with us. Coach John Combs, hooping and hollering with us here on Sports Talk on this Wednesday night. Appreciate what he's doing, and glad to have him with us to help us talk about high school basketball in our state. You know what's coming back to Sports Talk here real soon. In fact, we might do a little dose of it on Friday night with college baseball practice beginning across the country how about a little just a bit outside oh can't wait with jim toman jim toman yes jim toman coming back to sports talk with his segment during baseball season and we'll be back